0: Hi folks, before we get started, we'd like to take a moment to let you know some of the content on this podcast may not be suitable for some audiences. It's all in good fun, but we just wanted to let you know. Hello ladies
1: and gentlemen, and welcome back inside Engineer Jim's Golden Shower Lounge, where it's always better to be pissed on than pissed off. And now it's time for a Welcome Canada's Long Loss, buddy. Sexy Mike. Riding like a mountain Mike. We love it, Mike. Now, up next, we got the king of the banana hammock split, Patrick. Turn that frown upside, mull downy. <laughs> yeah, we like it. That's it, Pat. And now, if you got anything left, you're gonna wanna let it all hang out for the one, the only, the juicy man himself. And the guy that's no stranger to getting hogtied. Dancing Dan O'Toole, yeah, baby, it's me, it's Engineer Jim, and I always got time for a snap, so hit it, Patrick, yeah, we know what time it is now, come on, mother.
0: let's light it up, cause it's two times from my time!
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where is the man time. of Oh, are you that yeah. kid, then? Who's I, Hi. Hey, you look so good. <laughs>
0: I'm coming, baby. Two <laughs> <laughs>
2: the time. Breasts. the Delicious.
1: Come on it'll be fun he wants you to enjoy the show <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: a good
0: mix
3: <laughs> Previously on the Jay and Dan podcast. It's episode 100. Hey, Mike, I understand you have a major oh, announcement. yeah. Big time. What is time. this? Wow. I'm Canadian. Mike wow. is Canadian.
2: That was the announcement? Yeah. So you're to move to Canada now, Mike? Uh, no, oh. I also have a major announcement. I visited uh, Las Vegas this past weekend, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. returned home, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. discovered that I uh, was missing a pair of jeans and a uh, phone charger. The hotel found (laughs) (laughs) them. Whoa, major announcement
0: number three. This is another major (laughs) announcement.
3: (laughs) This one is actually major. Here's my announcement. I love the smell of gasoline. Oh, it's nice. Oh, it smells good.
0: You're listening to the Jay and Dan podcast. Um,
2: What's happening? New stuff.
3: Ah, it's the Fox Sports Live with Jay and Dan theme music.
2: Oh,
3: right. (laughs)
0: I didn't know what it have was. Have you not heard that
3: you, yet? Haven't you heard it? We've been playing it for the last two weeks. I like that. I like that. Have the sax at the end, like...
2: Welcome to the j and Dan Podcast. <laughs> We're back at our parents' basement. You really basement. didn't
3: recognize didn't. that song? didn't.
2: You're <laughs> tremendous in a class act.
3: Like, what? I don't understand. Like, do you just tune out the theme music? And then focus. you're focused. Like, you're <laughs> dialed in on the script. I'm like
2: Tom Brady. Super Bowl. No noise. It's just him, the ball, and his teammates. Don't listen to the losers. <laughs> <laughs> uh
3: well, uh, it's been a great week for us. We debuted a new version of Fox Sports Live. <laughs> yep. Um Let's I didn't play. get to say this first time I haven't said dance. I didn't get to say dance. And I was waiting for you to say. But I, there were the music wasn't there.
2: You just have to you have to riff with what you you're given. Try it again. Can well, we bring up the music? Maybe you can Is that was that the plan I was supposed to do it over that?
3: I assumed you'd be able to. <laughs> oh, that's. You can't throw things at me. Oh, Here dance. we go. Dance.
2: Okay.
4: Dance, dance, dance,
2: dance, dance. There you go. Oh, it's over. <laughs> yeah, so we are in our old podcast studio. If you're watching the video portion of this, it's as I said, cool. we're back in our parents' basement. We're back in Engineer Jim's. Uh, thanks for having us back. Thanks
3: for having us back, Jim. The Golden pleasure. Shower Lounge. Pleasure. I, f- I yeah. think this is better to be back in here. It's nice and comfy. Yeah. I like it. It's cozy. We're all yeah. we're all closed in together. Yeah. It was like when Conan uh, went to the Tonight Show. Uh, that studio was way too big for Conan. And then Max was like on the other side of the studio. Whereas when he was at at 30 Rock, he was nice and close it's
2: to It's like Max. our Fox Sports Live studio. Maybe it was too big. Now we're, uh, we're in those confines. Yeah, we're, uh,
3: <laughs> we're all confined. Uh,
2: uh, we uh,
3: show it.
1: Titans good. <laughs>
3: We are actually, in our new studio for Fox Sports Live is the same studio that we
2: used to do. Yeah, the hence podcast. the uh, the movement of the locations movement. for the podcast. I've got some uh, movement. And hopefully you've subscribed to minutes. the uh, the new podcast, which we're putting out daily now. Yes. It's a, it's a quick 30-minute TV show that we've turned into a podcast, and you're thinking, well, that wouldn't work. Well, it does with this show.
3: Big time, because we play clips. It's very similar to the podcast we do here, except maybe slightly cleaner. Slightly cleaner. And I don't talk about jerking off on it. Please go home and masturbate if you are bored. And I don't talk about sniffing Sharpies. No. And I don't talk about sniffing gas. It's
2: very family-friendly. And
3: you don't talk about getting a prostate exam, though you probably will eventually.
2: Hey, that's nothing wrong with that. Nothing to be ashamed of. Maybe we
3: start making that a focus of every Thursday night show on Fox Sports Live. Thursday night
2: prostates. (laughs) I don't think you need to get it checked out. Every single week. (laughs) Hey, no, I just better be sure. But if you're in your 40s, get your prostate checked. Uh, We want to thank (laughs) Maple Syrup Shots. They sent us a Canadian care package. Big D and Sasky. Uh, What's their Twitter handle? Maple Syrup Shots?
4: Yeah, um, at Maple Syrup. Yeah, they're... they're That's the podcast. At Maple Syrup Pod. And uh, Big Big D is at Big Dicks Wood. (laughs) Okay. uh, Big Dicks Wood. Look at this. Sasky is at SK Haiku. Have you Americans
2: ever had any of these? No. And no. you, kind of Canadian. Yeah, even in
4: my family history. Canadian. Oh, guess what? We're from Nova Scotia. I'm
2: opening up a box Found of out. maple leaf cookies. You're in Atlantic Canada. Oh my Mike. goodness! Yep. First off, sniff these. Smell that box. Give them a, give a good sniff. Does that not smell like heaven? Oh it, my God! Give them a good whiff. Yeah. A oh, a box of syrup. Oh. Smell that, okay. Now That's we're not break the
1: through. first box I've sniffed, by yeah.
2: the way. <laughs> Today. That's right. There we go, boys. Nice, Jim. Nice. Okay. I, I like want to get, uh, get your guys' takes on these. There we go. They are... I bet you that box tastes good. <laughs> this is Canada. If you could taste Canada, this is what Canada tastes like.
3: Canadian no, actually, I, I disagree, Dan. This is what Canada tastes like. <laughs> Swiss chalet, chalet sauce. Swiss chalet sauce right here. You can buy it, mm. That's add a couple awesome. of cups of water, and mm-hmm. enjoy.
4: Mm. Oh, you look so yeah.
1: good.
3: Yeah? You liking it?
4: Oh, yeah. Yeah. as good as expected. That's wow. really good. <laughs> you don't like it? No. No?
2: No, no chance. Wow.
3: Wow. Tastes
4: happen. like French toast.
2: I used to eat Excellent. these every day after school and watched uh, Brave Star. That's weird. Dan's mangled childhood. <laughs> that sounds weird. Brave Star didn't last that long, did it?
3: I don't really remember it. What happened in Brave Star?
2: A Native American <laughs> Indian, he... Uh, Rode around on a robotic... Uh, you had me at Native American <laughs> India. Is there another kind? I'm sorry. Native American. <laughs> and uh, he was riding around on a robotic horse, and he was wearing Adidas. I do.
3: It does ring a bell. I do remember it, but I don't remember watching it. <laughs>
2: Is that what people are going to say about our show one day? I do remember it. Don't remember watching it.
3: Well, that's what they're going to say about the first two and a half years of Fox Sports Live. But now we've got it together. Huge ratings on Monday night for our debut.
2: We're killing it. Uh Uh-oh, I think I got the name of the show wrong. Lone Star, was it? No, Lone Star was the uh, guy
3: in uh, Spaceballs, wasn't he? Right. (laughs) That was uh, Bill Pullman's character in Spaceballs. Uh, John Candy's uh, barf, barf the Mog.
1: <laughs> isn't it a bar, bar- in Texas? Oh, yeah, here it is. It's a beer oh. in Texas.
3: Oh, yeah. and it's uh, From Texas. What's Isn't the Lone Star like a chain of Tex-Mex
2: restaurants in yep. Canada? It is. Uh, and if you go in there, you need to burn your clothes because you can never get that smell. It smells like <laughs> you've never had a shower because S- it smells like B.O. It smells Delicious. Like- B.O. Well, when all those smells come together, it smells it like, smell
3: like <laughs> B.O.
2: Mm. On your clothes, the remnants. <laughs> you can't saying believe that I get to eat like
0: this every
3: day. Come to day. Lone Star and come out smelling like you've been jogging in your suit for three hours. Here, you want it? 45 <laughs> degree. Do you
2: want to get hit- hooked on Brave Star? By the way, it only lasted for one year. Um, yeah. I, it sounds somewhat... Brave funny. Star is an American space western animated television series. So you said
3: every day you'd get home and for one these maple year. Cur- yeah, I was gonna say. So <laughs> you remember this one specific year where you'd come home and watch it. And were any of your friends into it, or were you the only one? And you're like, "Hey guys, guys, Brave Star! You guys watching that after school?" And everyone's like, F- "No, F- we're not. Come on, it'll be fun. What, what are you even talking about? Is that on CBC?
2: Yeah, that's the only channel I get. I live on the farm. Marshall, Brave Star was the. Uh... Oh, his last name was Bravestar. Yeah, and he had eyes of the hawk, ears of the wolf, strength of the bear, speed of the puma.
3: <laughs> that sounds terrifying. That sounds really frightening.
2: <laughs> Those are great powers. Okay, I'm glad we got to the bottom God, of I'm Brave glad Star. we spent a lot of time on Bravestar.
3: Hey, Jamie McLennan's on the show today. Uh, this is Noodle. exciting stuff. Noodles is on the show. Uh, former NHL goaltender turned TSN hockey analyst turned TSN radio star, Dan. He, Jeff O'Neill, and Brian Hayes are now the new afternoon guys for Overdrive on TSN 1050 in Toronto. Overdrive.
2: And we listen to your comments. People say, I ew, want ew. you guys to talk more about hockey. We're going to do that today.
3: Yeah, we're going to chat a little puck with noodles.
2: And on the Canadian Wall of Fame, Good Scarborough, choice. Ontario's own The Weeknd.
3: What's uh, The weekend's real name? Anyone know? From, that's
4: from Brian Lynn, by the way.
3: Thanks, Brian Lynn. Way Good to go choice. the weekend.
2: He's everywhere. I prefer to call him the weekend.
4: Wouldn't have ever wanted him
2: to perform at the NBA All-Star Game in Toronto. Abel Tesfaye. Tesfay.
3: Abel Tesfe. That's the weekend's real name. All right, Abel. Nice work, buddy. Is it Abel? Abel? <laughs> <laughs> is it Abel? No, it's Abel. Abel? It is? Mm-hmm. Abel Tesfe. But seriously, he hung around at the food court at the Scarborough Town Center crushing some maple cookies.
2: Know what's always lined up at the Scarborough Town Center food court? Manchu wok? KFC. <laughs> no, I'm just saying every time. No, every time I go in there. wow, I'm like, I want a big crunch sandwich lined up. Uh, because kids go to malls. So Taco Bell and KFC is lined up every mall. Taco Bell. Yep. Silent Taco assassin. Bell sheep. It's quick. And it's through your bowels within the hour. Have you tried the Nashville chicken yet? No, but I will commend KFC on their new advertising campaign. It's brilliant. Excellent.
3: Yeah, having having the colonel change comedians all the time.
2: I yeah, like now that. it's on Jim Gaffigan. Now we're on yeah. Gaffigan.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's he's good. He likes himself some of that Nashville spicy chicken, I bet. He Has anyone tried food. that? Nope.
1: Uh, one of the guys at work brought some in. And? I had a piece, it was excellent. Breasts. <laughs> I don't know if it was chicken, but it was good.
3: Eh. A nice spicy sauce on it. Yeah.
2: KFC, the JM podcast brought to you by KFC.
4: Sounds That'd be
3: great. great. that's in a spicy box. I, I love a little KFC, though I gotta I gotta admit Popeye's has elevated itself over KFC in my eyes. Yeah, the but hot and spicy. Pope you put pie? some
2: of that uh, KFC chicken money in your pocket. That KFC tastes so much better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, are they are they interested? Big time, Mike. Yep, on it.
4: Yeah, I'll send them a tweet. Mike. Mike, they got a 800 number.
3: Mike, what are you doing on a daily basis? Uh,
4: ancestry.com. <laughs> yeah. See where you're from. So, is my fourth uh, great grandfather married uh, someone with the last name Whitney from Nova Scotia? So, I need Whitney's out there. In Nova Any Scotia. Whitney's
3: in Nova Scotia, are related yeah. to Mike Botticelli. Welcome to the
4: family. <laughs> back then, you could just
2: cross from Canada and the States. No one cares. Like, you just go back and forth all you want. Well, of unless, unless Bravestar shot you. <laughs> Got you with the eyes of
3: the puma or something? <laughs> eyes of the hawk. <laughs> right. that would Speed make more of sense. the puma.
2: <laughs> strength of the bear.
3: <laughs> Bravestar, protecting the Canadian border since... 1874.
2: <laughs> From <something>. 1987
3: <laughs> to 1988. <laughs> official. Brave Star. I like how you sought that show out and then stuck with it the whole year. Guys, this is gonna be a hit. I don't know. This doesn't I don't I, think it's I getting the I still the ratings.
2: have a Brave Star character.
3: Oh, you actually invested in the action figures? Yes,
2: and I had a conversation <laughs> with once. You remember that upstairs, the Thompson Hotel in Toronto? Yeah. We were invited to some CTV event up there. It was like oh, I don't an Olympic being kickoff, and to that, but okay. I remember. Uh, <laughs> don't remember getting the invite. Anyway, I was talking to some person from space, like the <laughs> network. Yes, not actual
3: <laughs> outer space. <laughs> not the actual. You weren't speaking to an alien on the rooftop of the Thompson Hotel. You were speaking to someone from space the imagination station they called it. <laughs> yeah. It was Canada's version of sci-fi.
2: I was speaking with someone from the space network and we got into talking about old old kids toys and it came up that I had the old Brave Star figurine and she said those are the last ones where they actually literally broke the mold, so she said that's worth something because they never made any more.
3: Okay, couple of things. <laughs> so <laughs> this is a female you're speaking with, so you're trying to put this? the moves on? No. Yes. There well, is. Why is the horse winking at us? Because. And why is the horse standing? So we have <laughs> a horse. So Brave Star's horse is, like, winking at us. Like, hey, can I've we get got a secret. the horse's name,
2: Patrick? Can you get that horse's <laughs> name?
3: Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> was- <laughs> Can we get that horse's name, Pat?
4: Uh, what I was looking at—it it says it is on Netflix, so everybody oh, should check that out. So we could all watch it. We could yeah. catch
3: up, and yeah. then we could talk about it. it could take we do it? Four okay. days. So here's what I think: we do one episode a week, and we break it down here on the Jane Dan podcast until <laughs> so we get through the whole series. Which I love should it. Be 20 episodes. So, all right, our assignment this week for everybody who listens: watch episode one of Brave Star. Hey. We got a That
1: yeah. that horse yeah. was also at the beginning of uh Dan's tube top summertime.
3: Oh really? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh I did hear that, that horse. Yeah.
2: See, that makes sense yeah, actually. Uh, same
3: horse. Yeah. What's I,
2: horsey's name? 3030. 30.
3: thirty for thirty? No, just 30-30. <laughs> named after the ESPN documentary <laughs> series?
2: Way ahead of its time. Mm. Uh, we could use some of that Brave Star money too. <laughs> There's no brave star money. That money's gone.
3: There might be brave heart money. You can get that from Mel Gibson.
2: Um, you know what we have never finished? We're good at starting things on this podcast. have never finished a show finish
3: concept at Fox.
2: <laughs> no. The play. we haven't even made it through the first period of that hockey game at Fort McMurray.
3: Or oh. have we given
2: up? <laughs> It's been I thought was,
3: I thought we got a lot <laughs> out of that but
2: <laughs> well, we could go back to it <laughs> Just wanted to finish the first period let's bring it back here we go Stop and. time so they put three minutes on the penalty when it's non-stop <laughs> yeah. Man, hadn't we gone deeper than this someone no. in front beautiful. This is the Fort McMurray Bantam Hockey Championships from the year 2000. I'm calling the game, along with the mayor Doug Faulkner and the MLA Guy Boudalier.
3: <laughs> it just doesn't get any better than that. Who are our color and play-by-play guys? We want, definitely want to have the mayor. How about that? We've got. And we want to have the representative of the district.
2: playing for the and the for the is So Jamie McLennan, I don't know if you can hear this. There's going to be. No. No. Home or oh, he's not.
0: he's not on the <laughs> line yet?
4: Not you yet. indicated
3: that he was on the line. I was told he was.
0: <laughs>
3: you just tried Dylan. to pass the buck again. <laughs> That's, really
0: That's what I do well. Ask yeah, me what I've been do. doing.
2: <laughs> That's that much <laughs> that
0: I can
3: That
2: video has about. four views. I love it. <laughs> and it's us every time. I say <laughs> it's
4: No, we've watched it more than four times.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. There's still 12 minutes to go in yeah. the yeah.
3: first. Three for the break. Maybe we... <laughs> Oh, we well, once goodbye. again,
2: uh, both of the, these teams had oh,
3: wait. I play hear Guy this to play at least five to six
0: games over the last week during minor hockey week in order to advance to the championship game this afternoon. So, without any question, both uh, both teams have worked hard, Dan, in order to get here. This I can't afternoon. even play
3: Skie's accent; so like it's not nothing I've ever to heard to before in my life. It's like His a mix of.
4: Even strength Comes like next play, Brave so Star <laughs> and a Newfoundlander
3: <laughs> and a guy from so Weyburn. You
2: know, what I could have used in the booth there, but he was in the NHL at the time. Was uh, Jamie McLennan. Uh, Noodles? Thanks for coming on the podcast today. That was that was a, a sneak peek at my old play-by-play days in the year 2000.
0: Awesome! Thanks for having me, guys. I'm pretty excited. Uh, it's been a long time—too long. I'm, uh, you know, I was on quite a long time with you guys uh, ago Yes. And you guys picked apart my performance. Apparently I said the word literally way too much. <laughs> yes. So I'm going to try
3: to get away from that word. I forgot about that. But yes, you were on one of the very first podcasts when we were back at the Chum building. And now, Jamie, huge news this week for you. Uh, you and Brian Hayes and Jeff O'Neill have the coveted afternoon slot now on TSN Radio 1050. So you're going to take down Bob McCown and just shove it down his throat. How does it feel to have this coveted spot, my friend?
0: Oh, I don't know if we're going to be doing that, but you know what? There's three idiots that uh, they had on at noon from 12 to 2, and they've decided to stretch us out for another hour in a, in a different time slot, so we're pretty excited about it. It's You know, we when we, you know, we were approached about the idea, you know, you keep sitting there saying, you know, How's this gonna unfold? Because you know, we talked hockey a lot and I'm you know, on record, I don't know a lot about other sports. I, I just I track hockey so much, but you know, our, our program director and boss, Jeff McDonald, just said, Listen, you guys are doing another hour of what you guys do. So we just have a lot of fun and you know, we're we're good friends. It's like three brothers just uh hollering and screaming in, in the basement. Uh, the only thing that's missing on our show is just, uh, you know, if you're roundtabling with beers. And, and uh, a lot of times, believe me, we'd be like to be doing that. So maybe we could add that into our routine just behind the scenes. I don't see why not. No
2: reason you can't. Sponsored yeah. by Uber. You each get an Uber to and
0: from work every day. I'd be all on board with that. You guys know me. And now uh,
3: you also, and we just had a, a nice lunch with Chris Cuthbert. Uh, Chris and your producer Sam Cicerello from the uh, the TV side of things uh, were down here with you. And you were, you were busy. We couldn't meet up with you. But those guys couldn't have said enough great things about you, Jamie, and how uh, great you've become as a broadcaster for them. They were just so impressed with you. And uh and so are you going to be still Jamie sort of playing double duty like a little bit of color commentary in the booth as well as the afternoon radio slot?
0: I'm doing it all. Nothing's changing on my on my uh on my plate. Uh you guys well and well know the 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 machine of TSN uh, more is more and they enjoy that, so I will uh, <laughs> um I will be doing color. I I think I do 38 games for the Ottawa Senators and uh, a couple for the uh Toronto Maple Leafs, so I'll, I won't be changing that routine as well as my That's Hockey and That's Hockey tonight. So I've just added another hour of radio, and we're kind of mixing it all in, and it's kind of a work in progress. Because, give you an example today, I did a uh, a 6:08 Sports Center hit, so I had to run over to the podium, do that, run back to the radio show, and then seven o'clock live on That's Hockey. So I snuck away at 6:50. So there's a lot of moving parts, but it's condensed my schedule. But uh, I'm not getting away from color. I love it, and I mean. You know Sam, you know CC. Those guys are amazing, so they make it very easy for a guy uh, like me transitioning into the into the booth. Jamie,
2: when you just ran down what you do in a week uh, or in a day, that's more than Jay and I do in a month. Uh, you just need to stop doing that much work. Please. You need to
0: say
3: no to these people, Jamie.
0: I I would love to, but they they keep bullying me around. And you know what? It's a, it's a living, and I, I don't get the opportunity to. To, to move to LA and and mm. have the the lavish lifestyle that you guys have. I've got a chip away here in Toronto and mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I just uh, keep living vicariously through you guys mm-hmm. and I'm jealous. So when when I was out there that last time, I missed that lunch with you guys. I had some some stuff going on, but uh uh Yeah, that's what the was the stuff
2: you had going on?
0: Well, I mean, it was I'm involved in a small little business in California, so we had some stuff going on there. So Mm. I literally had to meet up with those guys. There you go. There's literally once. There it is. Yeah, you you got it in. Well, well, you (laughs) had to get one in. You had to get one. (laughs) I had to, but that that was the only thing I had to do that day, and it just fell into that time slot.
3: Holy man, you are a busy guy. I, I like it, though. I'm very impressed. And you wrote a book, and you got the... So explain the chemistry, because... Um, Jeff O'Neill is such a funny guy. And
2: how's his weight currently?
3: Yeah, where are we at with his weight? Are we are we uh, above or below where he should be? And we all know where he should be somewhere <laughs> slightly above his playing weight.
0: <laughs> He's just slightly above his playing weight, uh, <laughs> depending on what uh, what his playing weight was. But he he has dropped and and he That's started to, to chip away at that. I think it's more of a situation where you're gonna. Um, See him getting—it's all about diet. I mean, yeah. you know, you can you can get on the treadmill, you can do a few things, but if if you don't eat properly, uh, you know, you're going to be staring at that scale, and you know it's it's an issue. But oh looks good, and you know he's he's such a—you guys know him—he's such a great guy. He's so funny. Like I wish we would have kind of a—I guess it's called Overdrive now. Our show, Overdrive After Hours, where you know some of the things that do get said in between breaks and stuff could translate through to the fans because. Mm-hmm. That's kind of behind-the-curtain stuff, and he's such a funny guy. Like, he keeps us in stitches constantly.
2: Have you ever met a person whose give a meter is
0: as low as his? <laughs> no. You know what it is, though? He cares but doesn't care. And the, the, that's what makes him so unique. He's so talented at what he does. But the minute that the pressure comes on, it's literally like, uh, like, he'll just say, like, I'll walk out the building. I don't, I'll i I'll get up and walk out. Like, I don't, I don't need to tolerate this. Like, it's, it's hilarious because he's so passionate about his, his job, but then the minute that I think he feels like it is a job, he's like, what the hell am I doing here? Right, like, I, right. I don't, you know, uh, he was very fortunate in his career to make some cash. He's not like he needs to work. He wants to work, and, and he, he'll say, like, I I don't. I made 17 million in my career. I'm getting the hell out of here. I, I don't need this. Like he's just, he's so funny that way. But then, you know, if push came to sh- shove, he'd be right there.
3: Um, so you mentioned you, you've obviously spent a lot of time watching the Sens and the Sens are chasing down a playoff spot. I, explain, and I know you've had to do this a few times on the radio show, Jamie. So I apologize for bringing this back, but explain this Dion Phaneuf acquisition for me. Uh, from a senator's perspective, do you like the move or, or does it confound you and confuse you?
0: No, I, I actually like the move. Um, when you look at, I, I wish they would have done it a little bit sooner because right. it helped shore up their, their defensive core. Uh, Mark Mathot was you know was kind of ba- banged up and fighting through something. Um, there's, their back end needs stability. So you've got Carlson, this all-world player, and then they've got this young kid who just turned 22, Cody Cc. So you bring in a guy like Funuf that helps stabilize their top four. Now you've got Carlson, Mathot, Cc, and Funuf. Those top four are as good as anybody in the league uh, as, as far as depth wise. And, you know, Funuf, it just takes a, a little bit of time to adjust. But the one thing that I like it for Dion is he doesn't have to be the captain, he doesn't have to be the focal point. All he has to do is go out and play hard and play mean, mm-hmm. and you know, he's done that. And, and I, you know, you guys know I have a pretty good relationship with him. I played with him in Calgary. Uh, you know, we're friends off the ice. You know, I'm honest when it comes to a- assessing his play. Sometimes you, you need, you know, there's times where he's had soft nights or he doesn't play well. You have to be honest in, in our business. But I, I think there's not a better suited situation for him right now at this stage of his career where he doesn't have to be that alpha dog. He doesn't have to talk to the media night in and night out. You guys know what it's like here in Toronto. Mm-hmm. It's a, a fishbowl, and, and uh, you know, the alligators are always nipping at you when, when things aren't going well and it hasn't gone well. So I, I think it's, it's been a real good move for him and for the Ottawa Senators. But if they fall short, I think it's just because it's, you know, that, that acquisition, if it would have been done maybe a, a month earlier to help stabilize the back end and stabilize their penalty kill... Um, we would see a team that was pushing up right against the playoffs.
2: Explain the Dion Phaneuf look, because when I first got to TSN, I had to do reporting, so I'd report, I'd report on the Leafs like maybe a dozen times, and yet you, you asked Dion a question, and it was like he was, you were looking through his soul or he was trying to look into yours because you'd say, oh, what happened on that third goal? And there'd be silence, and he'd just be looking at you. I'm like, he's going to murder me, I think. No, have you, have the, you asked him about that look? What's going on in his brain?
0: It's the hit over the head with a mallet. And, <laughs> and, and, and O-Dog has that baby monkey look, too, where you just, it's, you're, you're 90 minutes into a show, I'll look to my right, and O-Dog is, is gone. Like, I don't know where he's at, but he's gone. And, and Dion has that look as well, where it's, it's uh, you know, he, there's 50 guys with microphones around him, and... You ask him, you know, what color's the sky today, and there's a long pause because he's trying to figure out how am I going to say this in the most vanilla way possible yeah. so that nothing can come back on right, me right. And, and and pull it apart. And, and and you know what's funny is if you knew him personally, he, he's a very funny guy, um, great sense of humor, got, you know, good teammate, all of that. But what's happened in in a market like this where things go sour? You, you forget. You, you look past that type of stuff. You look at his salary. You look at you know some of the plays and stuff, and, and then you don't get to know the person. Uh, I, I I I attribute to social media to to a guy like Roberto Luongo. We never knew what Roberto Luongo was like. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, kind of before the lockout. I used to say, man, he's a real funny guy. He's an outgoing guy, great sense of humor, but quiet and introverted when he got to the media. Well, Twitter, all of a sudden, he. He starts to be, you know, a bit of a smartass, and he's got these comments, and, and, and all of a sudden people start to get a look at what he's like behind the scenes. And, and you know, I think stuff like that, if you, if you actually, there was a platform to get to know people kind of, you know, the, what they're really like behind the scenes compared to what their perception of people are in, in, in the media and in the public, that, that's a guy like Phaneuf is a polar opposite. I never
2: and, knew that. I would yeah. never expect him to be a funny guy
0: he's very funny and quick-witted. Like last night, uh, uh, actually, I'm lying, last week I was wearing a, a three-piece suit uh, in between the benches, and I'd just gotten a haircut, and he was stretching right, I mean, three <laughs> feet away from me, and he'd done a, an over-the-boards interview with Brent Wallace, and he looks at me, and he's got the stunned look on his face, and he goes, uh, nice haircut. <laughs> and he goes, don't ever effing go back there again. And he skates away. It looks at me and starts laughing, like he's he's very, very um, quick witted and 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 joking. But it, you know, you don't know it because he hides it so well.
3: I would say, Jamie, though, in in Dion's defense, everyone has a stunned look on their face after an interview with Brent Wallace.
2: <laughs> so, so because you're or, enamored by his looks.
3: Well, or, or a handsome guy, he, the Silver Fox. I love it. He's a piece of work. That's for
0: sure. Uh, so,
2: Jamie. Uh, do any Canadian teams make the playoffs this year?
0: It's not looking good. I, hey. I was dying, you know, for, for me from a broadcast standpoint, selfish-wise, I'm dying for Ottawa to make it, you know, not only to get there, but just to make it interesting down the stretch. And they are. They're four points out, but they've three games in hand, they're still chasing. Like, it doesn't look great, but they're, they're going to make a run of it. They're, they're, a, they're a better team than the record shows. Montreal's a tire fire. Edmonton is a disaster. Yeah,
2: Montreal. Is, what the hell? What yeah. the Carey Price is that entire team?
3: I mean, Calgary too, Jamie. Like last year, oh. this great run, and now it's like they're a disaster. They have no goaltending. Well,
0: and and you know the the they, they kids. You know, you saw Goudreau and Monahan and, and Lance Boma get slapped on the wrist a couple weeks ago for being late for practice, and mm-hmm. you know that's a team that's still really young and, yeah. and trying to turn a corner. And and I think you know it, it's you knew it was coming. They had lightning in a bottle last year where they had all three goalies played really well, Ramo and Orteo and Hiller. Uh, You know, you had guys that, that overachieved a little bit from a a statistical standpoint, guys like Lance Boma, who, you know, probably shouldn't be scoring 17, 18 goals. It just had lightning in a bottle and you knew it was going to come back to earth, but you know, they're, they're a team that I still look for with great promise. It's just, uh, it's a work in progress and they still need to add some pieces and, and move a couple players out to, to turn the corner. But yeah, you're right. There's some Canadian teams that are, you know, it, it's disappointing when you're north of the border. But you know, it, there's some teams that are doing it right, and some teams that you just scratch your head and say, like, what the hell's going on there?
3: It's disappointing for everyone. But our old boss is at TSN, eh, Jamie? <laughs> 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 yeah, I screw you, want to Rogers. Throw that in there. <laughs> not want to throw that in there, but
0: absolutely, I'm sure that they're uh, they're not they're not. Behind closed doors, they're probably smiling a little bit. There's some
3: high fives going on. Okay, we're going to do rapid fire with you, Jamie. We sent out uh, a question to all our Twitter followers to, to send us their questions for you. And so uh, Mike Botticello, who we're proud to, to say is uh, is is half Canadian, is going to read some of those questions uh, to you. Rapid okay. fire.
4: All right, first one's from Dave Gossi. Who pays for dinner and drinks between you and O-Dog?
3: Oh, yeah, that's good.
0: Ooh, uh I would say that we split it. Depends on how deep the night goes. We both <laughs> reach for our wallet. And uh, I, I think it's, it's 50-50. It, either one, we split it.
2: Oh. How deep's this one going, O-Dog?
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> James Barnaby wants to know which backup has the best gig right now.
0: Oh, mm. I like that. That's good. Ooh. Very good. I mean, is it Scott Darling? Because there's a chance that he's going to, you know, got another run at the Stanley Cup and yep. maybe get a game in here or there. And you live in Chicago, which is one of the greatest cities on earth. Mm-hmm. Um, is it in L.A.? Jonas Enroth, where the Kings, uh, uh, they look to be rounding into to form, and you get to live in L.A. and walk the beach daily and yep. go up the Sunset Strip and check out the, you know, Laugh Factory and all of those uh, places to hang out. I mean, those. I think it's those two as far as uh, – you know, taking it deep.
2: Um, it's a good pick.
3: Taking it deep. I like that, too. <laughs> Jamie, I have a quick rapid fire for you. How many bags of popcorn have you eaten today? You're famous for eating. You have your own popcorn machine in your house. I do. I've
0: incredible. had one uh, one bag of popcorn. <laughs> it. It, it wasn't a large one because I didn't get to go to a movie. So, right. Um, I did... Uh, I did have a little popcorn <laughs> here in the parking lot before I came <laughs> on. I love it. Lot. I love it, Jamie. Let you guys know, but, uh, but wait, yeah, I have a
3: question know. for you now. Are, is this new gig going to cut into your movie watching time? Because you see every movie.
0: No, it it actually is going to work the opposite oh. because we don't we don't go into the studio now till about you know three three fifteen for the four oh. o'clock show. I the other day on Monday our inaugural show, I caught a one o'clock movie. I was out of there by three ten and at the studio by three fifteen. I went to the at the Scarborough across the street. And I, I, I'm going to be able to catch the daily movie before I slide in there. So it's, it's going to actually work to my benefit. I get up and work in the, work out in the morning, visit with the kid, and then make my way to the movie theater and, and then into the studio for the work.
2: We were talking about that's the second reference to the Scarborough Town Center that we've had on this oh. podcast. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> I was telling them how uh, Taco Bell and KFC in every mall in North America are lined up because it's cheap, quick food.
0: Oh, it's it's the only problem is is you need one of those uh, like vests to go in there because it's pretty gritty. So I mean (laughs) you see those those mall cops or whatever the Paul Blarts walking yeah, around they got a the thick vests on you, you may need there there's some there's some grit walking around in there you just you don't lock eyes with anybody you go right to the line of Taco Bell <laughs> you place your order you go to the movie theater you grab some popcorn you watch your movie and you get the hell out of it <laughs> <there>. yeah exactly Wrap <laughs> it out quick
4: all right next one from Kyle Waters favorite building to play in favorite team to play against
0: uh favorite building to play in it, it's still got to be madison square garden i mean that's a storied storied building you know the fans are animals they 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 get on you they they love you they hate you i played a little bit a cup of coffee with the rangers so you know i've been on both sides of the coin it, it, it's it, it's neat to be in a building like that where you know the night before bruce springsteen or elton john had had, had performed and been in the same dressing room you're in so i think it's it's MSG. Um, that that was the building for me. Uh, team, I always had success against like, I guess the Ottawa Senators. I, I had some good games against them, the Boston Bruins. It, the, anybody that I just had success against. They, you know, the because I got ate up, eaten up by a couple teams in my in my career, where I knew it, when I was starting that night it, I was going to be a short night if I, I couldn't last the full game. So. Uh, anybody that didn't eat me alive, I, I, I enjoyed playing against them.
2: Who would have been in uh, net against you in Ottawa? Tugnut, Peter Sadorakowicz?
0: Oh, yeah, Damian Rhodes. Damien oh. oh. Rhodes. Yeah. There's wow. Some, there's some names that go, you know, blast from the past. My first year in the in the uh, minors. The, the goaltending tandem, I believe, was a guy named Darren Maidley and Mark LaForest. Mark LaForest. I, I, I played uh,
2: a round of golf with Mark LaForest like a couple years ago. He hasn't aged that well. Oh,
0: well, This guy <laughs> lived in a van at the rink, I believe. <laughs> I, he, my first ever NHL exhibition game, I'm not lying, I'm playing for the New York Islanders. I'm this scared 19-year-old, 20-year-old kid. I finish the first period. We play against the Rangers. I go out into the hallway to check on my stick. The two goaltenders on the other side are Mark LaForest and a guy named Sammy St. Laurent. They are both sitting on benches or on stools outside the dressing room smoking. Yeah. And, and I'm like, I look at them, I lock eyes with them, and like Trees goes, hey, hey, kid, good period. Keep it going. <laughs> He's hacking a dart in between, period.
3: <laughs> Just like uh, Habby Boulin used to do when he started
2: <laughs> I'm happy to report Mark LaForce is not a quitter. Still smoking darts. <laughs> <laughs>
3: he was a beauty. Uh, we'll do one more, Jamie, and then we'll let you go.
4: All right, this one's from Corey Kling. Enjoyed your book, uh, the first book. Are you going to write another one?
0: I, I have another one in the works. It's 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 called Man Conversations. It's a it's a you know it's kind of a, a, a spin-off of the the initial one. I, I try not to throw too many people under the bus, and, and you know, I, I almost like a, a movie that, that's that's fact. You change the names to protect the innocent mm-hmm. or the non-innocent. So I'm trying to work my way through that. But it is uh, you guys, as you guys know, it's it's a it's a work in progress, and it's tough, and with schedules and that. But I I do have uh, the template put together for it, so I I will at some point uh, be releasing a second one, but. Uh, it, it's not anytime soon. I, I, I'm looking probably after the, after the summer. Awesome. Okay. Well, we'll you'll, you'll come
2: on the podcast to promote that. Make sure you say hi to, uh, the fan force, uh, say hi to purple Hayes and O-Dog and everyone back at TSN for us.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for having me guys. I miss you. We miss you here. And, uh, Look forward
2: to chatting soon. Can't wait, Noodles. Thanks a lot, buddy. Have a good weekend. That is Jamie Great. McLennan. You can uh, follow him on Twitter at Jamie JamieMcClennan29. Just an awesome guy. He is, I, and I'm i glad we got a hockey chat in. Yeah, that, that was good. That
3: was fun. chat. We could have chatted a little more hockey. We got into a little more career stuff. But he, he's just an interesting guy. And I have to say, like, one thing about Jamie when he started – because um, he was such a, you know, it's like classic situation, backup, goaltender, you know, career, spent most of his career as a backup. Those guys always often make good broadcasters. Yeah. And um, they see the game so well, and, and they get along with everybody. And, but Jamie's just improved as a broadcaster so much over the years, and it comes with reps and all that, but he works so hard at it. I think and he's done a great
2: job. Engineer Jim, you know who he's very good friends with? Chad Kruger, frontman for Nickelback. Uh Oh no! Yeah, they're like best buddies. Really? Yeah. We haven't got them on the board. (laughs) We don't have Nickelback up (laughs) there. We don't have them up there. Yeah. Say about Nickelback? We do. uh,
3: uh, Speaking of,
1: my nephew's a big fan. He
3: likes. Oh yeah? Yeah. Okay. All right. That's one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, can we do six degrees of Engineer Jim? Can we uh can we ask you about some some Yeah, some sure, heists? sure, sure, please. Hipsters
2: uh, aren't in a nickelback. Nope. That's the one Definitely wasn't that not. the one yeah. band that we yeah, I'm going full I'm going full in. Yeah. Okay.
3: Well I think they have a new uh I think they have a new record coming up. I'm pretty sure that Nickelback has a new record coming out this year, Toolsy, so you'll want to pick that up on vinyl.
2: This is Six Degrees of Engineer Jim, our award winning engineer. He's uh, been the engineer of the stars. We try to find a connection between random artists that you send into us.
3: I love this one. This is actually from a good friend of ours, Rob Dunn, who worked with us at TSN. Uh, he is a lifelong fan of Rick James, the late, <laughs> great Rick James. Oh, man. And so the question is Rick James is there six degrees of separation between you and rick james the super i
1: i don't know
3: oh okay all right i don't know
1: Hmm. there very well could be and the reason why i say that is uh you know i worked for many years at the record plant and i want to say he had to have recorded there he he had to but i I don't have any uh, direct connections with him that I can recall.
3: Interesting. Interesting.
1: Although, I am a super freak. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that much we do know. You
2: brought up a a (laughs) recording studio. Uh, The other night on Fox Sports Live, we were talking about haunted hotels, NBA players claiming. Are there any recording studios where artists feel, they say they feel like the presence of artists gone by that have recorded there? What about that Rancho de la
3: Luna out in Palm Springs? That one in the desert. It's got some great vibe there. Yeah.
1: I, 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 as far as it being haunted, I, I don't know. But they're... but haunted in a good way.
3: They're like,
2: I feel them talking to me,
1: man. Yeah. Yeah, that place has vibe there. <laughs> Daniel Lanois had a place in New Orleans that was much like that, Canadian. too. Canadian. Daniel Yeah, yeah Dan. You should get him up here. He definitely belongs up there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, it's interesting. You asked me about Haunted Studios. There's a place in Hollywood uh, it was the original Radio Recorder's Annex, I guess. And it's where Bing Crosby did White Christmas. And, uh, <laughs> what the <laughs> That's Bing. And uh, they also did War of the... The original War of the Worlds, the broadcast. Oh, Orson Welles? Orson Welles did oh, that there. Oh, cool. And this studio has so much history. Uh, Elvis, when he came out, to hollywood and he did a lot of those like blue hawaii or whatever he did a lot of that stuff uh at this same studio hmm. and uh um i i did a we we did a little bit of usual illusion there but um i did a band called sweet mary with uh matt sorum from guns there and uh you know they have those uh, celebrity ghost stories. We actually they did an episode about us what, what we experienced at that studio. And what did you experience? Oh, it was it, it, the place was absolutely insane. Like uh, uh, so many different things. Uh, you know we're sitting there I'm mixing the song, and uh, all of a sudden my chair. Someone kicked me in the back of the chair shoved me into the console and I turned around like, what the f***? And the guys were sitting on the couch like four feet behind me. No one could remotely come close. And uh, you know, I'm like, why'd you guys kick me? What was that? What do you want? And they're like, no, none of us touched you, but we saw that happen. And what it is crazy. freaking out. And when we were recording vocals, we get this crazy low-end, like, all the meters on the tape machine would just pin. And it was almost like uh, DC, you know, like direct current from a battery. Uh, when, When that hits electronically, it just, like, totally just fries all the electronics. So the meters in the tape machine just completely pinned, and it was just this low, like... Weird rumbling, growling thing that happened while we were recording. None of us heard it, but when we were playing it back, it was all over the tape. Hmm. And we're like, "How the hell did that happen?"
2: You know, that's and, like the uh, uh, the NASA astronauts. Did You see the uh, the sealed. Um, transcripts of their conversations were released last week. Yeah, yes. And yeah. they said and when the they music. passed on the other side of the moon, oh, the other side of the they moon. heard, like, the music. music. I thought that and was
1: that's crazy. when they have no radio contact with anyone in the world. I mean, I went in the bathroom, and I'm I'm standing there, and I'm peeing in the stall, you know, and this guy walks in behind me, you know, and I see him in the mirror. I'm like, hey, what's up, you know? <laughs> and uh, whatever, you know, and the guy goes in the stall, I leave, and I mean, literally, like, 10 seconds later, all the stalls are empty. There's nobody in there. What? Weird, man. When we first got there, uh, the lounge was kind of up this flight of stairs, and it overlooked the studio, and the tape vault was off of the lounge. And we tried to, like, you know, Matt's like, I'm going to go up with the band. We're going to hang out in the lounge. You get stuff set up, blah, blah, blah. And he goes to flip the light switch on for the lounge, and yeah, you know, they the lights aren't working. You know, oh yeah, maybe it's there's a switch upstairs too. Let me flip that. The guy goes to flip that. No, it doesn't work. Matt goes to flip the switch, and the assistant engineer's like, oh, "Okay, it's not that again." And we're like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, well, "It'll work. They're just with you." And we're like, "What are you talking about?" And he's like, "Well, there's some spirits here." And sometimes they get kind of crazy. And uh, I went into the tape vault, and I swear on this. I tried to get our tapes out one night, and I went to walk in the vault, and I got blasted (laughs) with this ice-cold air, and this thing was like, get the f*** out of here! And (laughs) I was just like, hey, hey, I'm not getting any tapes. I'm not going in there. Like you heard that, those words. Like with every... Presence, emotion, and i i like, I don't believe in ghosts. I'm not that kind of person. I, The spirit thing, whatever. This place was f***ed up. Yeah. And one <laughs> night we're recording in there, and everybody was gone, and it was me and the assistant engineer left, and everybody else was gone. And this, the studio had a long hallway down one side, like 60 feet, like where all the studios were off of. And he plugged in a tape machine down at the end, like, because we were going to hook up a second 24-track so we could record 48-tracks. And we were going to get it set up that night at the end of the night, so when we come in the next day, we're ready to go. Well, it's a huge analog tape machine. The thing's like, whatever, three, 400 pounds. The thing's sitting at the end of the hall. The guy plugged it in. It's been there all night. We're like, okay, well, let's go get the machine. We've been there for hours. The only guy's there. We open up the back door of the studio, and the tape machine is sitting right next to the back door. What? And there was nobody. The building was locked. The alarms were on. Just crazy shit like that. And, and while we were there, there was some people in another studio, and this girl was doing vocals, and she kept stopping singing she's like hey there's this little kid that keeps running oh by no. me.
2: that's creepy
1: and they're like what are you talking about there's nobody there's no kid out in the studio she's like no no she just ran by me and they're like look at this we'll play it back you don't hear any footprints you don't see anything the girl's like look i just saw her so they start singing again and the lights are dim and the kid goes by her on a bicycle and the girl's like, look, there's a kid on the bike, you know? And they're like, in the, they're literally looking across the glass at the girl. Uh, and she's like, she just went behind the baffles behind me. She's behind the baffles. Need- she takes the headphones off. She turns around, runs around back. No one there. No one there. Whoa. The girl left, like, kicking and screaming. We need to go shoot a podcast there. The place is no, no, great. Oh. Uh, and uh no And one thing last place. thing. Jeffrey Dahmer.
3: Oh god. Okay, this when, took he was,
1: when he was out in LA, okay, and the studio was like a block away, it the, the back of that studio backed up against uh where the record plant is now. And they share an alley. Well, uh while we were doing illusions at Record Plant, Dahmer had supposedly been out in LA and they think they tracked this to him, but they found a head and an arm in the dumpster oh, God. at this studio where we were recording, Whoa. which was right, which came right up against the back of the record plant. And, uh, it was crazy. You know, they closed the studios and they found like some fingers in the record plant dumpster and all this shit, and they figured Dahmer was there at that time i think it might have been him but uh izzy was in indiana and i remember telling him yeah man he goes yeah i see it on the news and they're talking about it. is that close and i'm like izzy that dumpster's about 50 feet away from where your guitar ramp is set up and he's like I'll be right there, man. <laughs> and he, he literally flew out to L.A., and that's when he wrote Double Talking Jive, which is, uh, you know, it starts off, found a head and an arm in a garbage can. <laughs> no being.
2: way. Yeah. Wow. That's a great yeah. capper
3: to that story. That's so, crazy. Now when I listen to that, I'm going to go listen to that tune. Uh, I'm glad right we now.
2: asked about ghosts. Sorry. That yeah, and, but they
1: did this whole celebrity <laughs> ghost story. Somebody supposedly played me. I, I never saw the episode, but yeah. Wow. Did they There's did an they engineer actually Jim
4: double I guess. Wow. That's and- Oh, Rick James uh, recorded the Street Songs album at the Record Plant Sausalito in the Uh, Motown studio in Hollywood, if you've ever been there. And I've worked at the Motown studio. There we go. There you go. There's a connection. There we go. So? Yeah. Yes. I am a super freak.
1: Yes. Yes.
3: Awesome. That was a good one. I like that That one. That was awesome. Sorry to go on, guys. No, No, no. that was,
2: you had us riveted.
3: No, I have a question. Are we late for a meeting right now? (laughs) No, but we better get going. Okay.
2: Uh, (laughs) Make sure you subscribe to the new podcast. Where do they find that, Patrick?
3: Uh, Search Fox Sports Live podcast with Jay and Dan. Amazing. SoundCloud, Um, iTunes. Everyone's
2: commenting on our Photoshop faces. Uh, We can describe that because uh, you sent us the original pictures, and my face looked like an old catcher's mitt.
3: But did you ever stop to think that that's just how your face looks now? But when I look at it, it doesn't look that bad. Never does, does it, when you look at it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So thank you. Uh, Thanks to Jamie McClennan. Make sure you follow him on Twitter, at JamieMcClennan29. You can follow the podcast on Instagram and Twitter at Jay and Dan. Uh, so yeah, thanks. It's great. Thanks for
4: and that. thanks, uh, Maple Syrup Shots. Oh yeah, yeah
3: Maple yeah, Syrup yeah, yeah. Shots. Thanks yeah. guys. Oh, so I will thanks. say this: uh, this bag of Ruffles expires February twenty third. Is that yesterday? Uh, That's bad. Ah, right now. We're gonna crush this right yeah, now, Yeah, baby. Thanks guys. Have a great week.
2: Thanks, Elvis Maple Syrup has Shots.
1: Just left the building. So long my time series up Love you boys, have a great
0: one. Hi, this is Lisa Ann. This is the end of the podcast, so all you can get out of here.